This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show, today's show, we get to meet an exciting young lady who has been out and about. She's a chief brand specialist and a strategist and a corporate trainer. She helps uh, people of all kinds learn how to be uh, effective in the job that they do and what they do. She's got a myriad of educational background and stuff. But before we go there, we got to talk to my friend, Eric. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, happy Wednesday to you too, sir. And I'm excited to be here as always. And I'm excited to hear what the weather's going to be. I've been in my little shadow of a place and I haven't looked outside. Well, this is a good day to be in your little shadow of a place, <laughs> burrowed away like the groundhog, because uh, it has been, of course, as you know, uh, very rainy the last few days. But looks like sunshine on the horizon for this weekend. A little break in the action uh, when it comes to all the heavy rain that we've had the last couple of days, you know, making up for all the the uh, rain that we didn't get over the summer, all in two days, it seems like. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you. And and by the way, um, I, I don't know that. If, are you a sports fan in, in any way, shape or form? I don't think you're, you are much, are you? You know, not personally, but whenever our teams here in the Seattle area do well, I'm I'm very excited because uh, it seems to make people happy. And uh, anytime people are happy, <laughs> you know, I think that's a great thing. And so I, I said this on um, I think it was on Friday show at noon. And uh, I just want to repeat it a little bit for everybody, because if you know somebody who is a Mariners fan or you are a Mariners fan, you are either having a wonderful week. Well, you weren't until last night um, and uh, and you've got just several days through this weekend. So if you know a Mariners fan and they're not feeling very good and they're kind of sad, it's because we're losing and we can't lose right now because we're in the middle of the playoff hunt and we have a good chance of making the playoffs and which is to be the second time in 20 years. Well, they won uh, last but, night. Right. And so they're still in it. So it's just more suspense, right? It's much more suspense. And so if you have somebody that if you hear swearing from the other room, that's probably why. One <laughs> way or the other. But if they win and they, if they make it, that victory will be all the sweeter, right? It it will be, and ever then they come out and they're happy, and you can probably get anything you want to out of them for at least a day until tomorrow's game. But uh, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to the Mariners. I'm glad that they are uh, where they're at, and it's such an exciting time for the city to be here in Seattle. So that's great. Fantastic, and I, yes, indeed, and. Uh, and the Seahawks are doing well, and the Huskies are doing well. I got to tell you, it's a great time to be in Seattle. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's a great time to be inside in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a great time to be anywhere, 
if you <laughs> rather than to be nowhere. But in in any event, we've got a great show for you uh, for everybody today. I hope they'll stay with us the entire time because uh, Bianca um, Modo is here with us, and she is a remarkable young lady. We had a wonderful time chatting before of the show, and and that'll carry right into the show. And uh, she has got. I, I told her before the show that I would read her resume and all the uh, education she's taken and stuff, but that would take the hour and then we wouldn't have time to talk to her. So why don't we go ahead and talk to her right now? Uh, Bianca, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I got to tell you, it's it, you're the type of person that is fun to have here because not only are you very educated and very gifted at what you do, but you also have a service act ethic to help other people do the same thing, don't you? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, on your website, it says a servant's heart <laughs> leading you to a powerful transformation. And go ahead. No, I was just going to say absolutely um, a servant heart. That is the heart of everything that I do. Um, I try to uh, uh, stay a servant no matter what it is, um, you know, just to be humble, basically. <laughs> So, so let's go over that. What is it that you do do? That I do do. So um, like you said, I am a chief brand strategist. So basically I make people look good. Um, I make their brands look good. Um, but I also help them to develop that inner confidence and kind of unlock some of those things um, that are hidden, hidden uh, that keep them from their purpose. So um, I'm basically mixing brand strategy and image consulting together and just crafting this, this unique process. I keep hearing, as a matter of fact, I heard the first time I heard this was on KKNW back in 2003. There was another guy that was, he was a disc jockey for, I think it was Kixie at the time. And uh, he came up to me and I said, can you give me the one piece of advice? Because I was doing positive talk on uh, um, KKNW. And I said, can you give me the one piece of advice? And he had a real deep voice and he goes, Branding, my son, branding. <laughs> Describe exactly what branding means to those that, that we may have heard the term, but we're just not really familiar with what branding really is. So I want to simplify it. Um, I get this so often. People normally think, I'm going to tell you what people normally think branding is. Normally people think branding is, okay, I got a website. I got a logo. Um, I got my colors, right? I'm all good. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go with this, with my business and, and I'm, I don't need anything else. And then they forget that their brand needs a mission and that their brand um, has to have values and that they have to understand um, the person, the brand personality. So there's all of these little pieces that basically make up how people perceive you. Um, we, we see ourselves a certain way, right? So of course, in our minds, this is how we look, but it's about personal branding and branding in general, even with brands, um, they are trying to impact the way that you perceive them. So that is what branding is. So that means yeah, that includes your social media, that includes um, the way that you dress, the way that you appear, the way that you communicate with others, um, your behavior, how you're responding to certain situations, 
all of these things um, are a part of your brand. So essentially your brand is you. And of course, if you have products, right, then that brand is that product. But whatever it is, it is basically what people are perceiving about um, your brand itself. That's pretty good right there. I, I, you know, I keep on talking to people and going, you know, you really need to brand yourself better and you need to niche down and you need to do this and you need to do that. Um, can you, can you help me? Um, what, what do you think of positive talk radio's branding? The branding is good so far. I went and, um, I Googled you. So that's what I do, right? Like I, when people tell me that they're <laughs> with their what they are and who they are, I'm like, I'm gonna go Google this person. If their name doesn't pop up somewhere, then I'm gonna be questioned. I'm gonna question about this branding that you say that you've done. Um, but this is good. And even I think about the touch points, right? And um the automation and the reaching out and the checking in, like all of that, right, is a part of the brand. I was like, oh, they actually care about me. They want me to show up, they don't want me to forget about this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, you know, we can always do some tweaks and come have some some expanded, right? You can always expand the brand, um, have some events or something. Uh, come on over to the East Coast. I mean, you know, I'm here in Atlanta. Uh, come on out here and let's 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 stretch you. Let's get you out here in person. And I bet we can we can really take it to the next level. <laughs> oh, we can. Now, in my case, I have a branding problem. And the branding problem is this. Um, there's a guy, he was on Disney, he's a stand-up comic, and he's been out in the media world for a long time. His name happens to be Kevin McDonald. Mm -hmm. And when I Google Kevin McDonald, I don't know if you Googled me, but you'll see a lot of his stuff will come up and not my stuff because my branding I've chosen because of him being there, I've chosen to not necessarily brand myself but to brand the show, which mm -hmm. if you Google positive talk radio, we are on the first nine pages. Right. Of, of, so we're, we're a thing as far as positive talk radio goes, but how would you help someone that is going up against a, a, a big name that's been out there for a long time, who's got positions, who's got the first three pages of Google under their name, which is his name is Kevin McDonald. I can't, I can't go in and say, yeah, but look at me, look at me. Yeah. Okay. So, so the first thing that came to do you have a middle name? I do. So Scott. do you ever use like the, it's Scott? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, Kevin S. McDonald. So I was thinking about, you know, maybe when you go to um, conferences and trade shows. So speaking more, um, someone like you who is a thought leader, right? I consider you to be a thought leader, someone who is just, you're an expert in your field. Um, you have a process, you have a framework, um, you already know what you're doing, right? The biggest thing is getting out there in front of more people. And I see you speaking in person. Like I literally see you in front of thousands of people at these conferences, at these trade shows and it's kevin s mcdonald so that's how you would switch it you know because people are gonna like it's the it's like the s makes you you know like it's the suave <laughs> the s is for suave <laughs> or, or, or one of my favorites would be kevin super 
Superman McDonald. Yeah, you can, you, there's always something different. I think, I don't know if you're a little Wayne fan. I'm a little Wayne fan, but he's always got this something, you know, he's the Wheezy F baby. And there's always something, like I see that there's always something different that the S would stand for. So it's you're having fun, right? Because that's your personality. Your personality is really fun. And so that is something that that's memorable about you. Like I could never forget you because even in our first conversation, I was like, he's really, really a fun guy. Like he's, he, he's down to earth he's super fun he he gets straight to the point like this is great so i could see you playing off of that um that's a, that was the first thing that came to my mind <laughs> well thank you for that and by the by the way that's uh 150 dollars no, uh, yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have my assistant in. <laughs> have, have your assistant bill me and and uh and i'll, I'll pay the invoice because that that really is is because uh, i've been trying to figure out the best way to do that um and that would that would make sense but you see me speaking in front of folks do you i do i do i see you at conferences i definitely see you in conferences and trade shows um lending your expertise on stages and so that's it's you get bigger than that person right now now you become bigger than the person and honestly if you want to be associated with positive talk radio i guess maybe that was how i found you because of course i looked up positive talk radio but i also looked up your name and the two were synonymous and so that goes for anyone um, making sure that you are, uh, you know, associating your brand. If your if your personal name is your brand, then whether you have one brand or multiple brands, right? Like I have a clothing line, I have books, I have all of these things. My name is is on it. So I'm I'm even right now wearing Bianca Moto Collection, right? Like your name is on it. My nonprofit, um, it gives it ownership, right? My nonprofit is the Bianca Moto Foundation. Um, and that's kind of where that integrity, right? It holds me accountable. My name is on something. When your name is on something, um, it makes it a big difference, right? Oh yeah, my name is everywhere. McDonald's, yeah. you know, the restaurant. It's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, when people say, "How do you spell your last name?" I said, "Are you kidding me?" It's it's like go look like at a Golden someplace. Yeah. Oh, you sold that Okay, I get it. Okay, okay. Just like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the way, I do have to tell you, you are delightful. And oh. you, you are really a lot of fun. But you know, the, the public speaking thing, I can I tell you a quick story? Yes, of course. When I was uh I was traveling, I was selling chicken at the time, and my wife calls me. I was in a hotel room, I think in like Oklahoma. Or some silly place and she says do you um my my son was going to be in cub scouts and so we wanted to enroll him in cub scouts and there's a local uh elementary school that uh, had a cub scout troop so she goes to the meeting and they said well we're not doing very well we have three returning scouts um and my wife said well i'll do that and or all my son would like to join and and she said and she said the the other thing is we don't have anybody to like be the leader. And so my wife in her infinite wisdom volunteered me without my permission. So uh, she called up and said, do you know what a pack leader is? And I said, well, yeah, he's the guy that's in charge of like the pack meetings and all that kind of stuff. And she said, yeah, that's, that's right. Well, you know what? That's you. So really you did that to me. And uh, so I decided to embrace it. And they started out with three returning scouts. By the end of the second year together, we had 
PAC meetings that had over 200 people in them. And there were 80 kids that were in the, in the pack. And people kept telling me, we keep coming to these things because we like to listen to you talk. And I never figured, I never put the the, the two together, but then you're telling me I could be a, a speaker of note. There's a lot of wisdom inside of you. And, and I think we underestimate ourselves so often, but I definitely see you speaking on stages, like taking your show. Um, I went, you know, you know, of course, I, I del- dove into the show, right? And, and some of the topics. And I just think about you doing, like having these conversations because sometimes there's intimate conversations that that should happen in a room, right? When we're in a room in an intimate space, even if it's big, right? Um, like I think, you know, when Oprah does it and she goes and she goes to these events and she's packing out stadiums and she's just having conversations, just like we're having conversation. Um, she's having conversations. Um, Michelle Obama, this is, and these are, these are good brand references, um, has these, these intimate conversations with people and thousands of people are showing up just to have a conversation. And so absolutely, um, I definitely see that, that being your thing. And just like we're doing, linking up with people. Um, who have these stories to tell and somebody just wants to get into the room and and connect with that. They want to, man, I have trauma. I have something that I need to heal. I have this, I'm going on. This is the perfect space for this. And and Kevin S. McDonald, he's going to show up and, and we know it's going to be real. These conversations are going to be raw and real. So absolutely, yes. That that is one of the things that we do is I like to have conversations with people about about real things and real ideas and and how we can all live life a little bit better. Um, and a lot of times it takes someone like you to who can get, get us past all the guck that we are grounded in from our youth and from what people have told us and stuff like. That. You're making me. I feel like I should. I could go. You know. I don't know. Go, I don't know what it's raining outside, but I feel really positive about you and the way that you are presenting um, what I could do. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome. And you do that for uh, all people, for people all the time, don't you? I do. Um, I do it for my mentees, um, for my clients, and of course, you know, friends, family, all of the things. Um, but that's that's who I am. And my calling, of course, is to um, help others to find that purpose and to walk in their purpose. Um, you know, our, our nonprofit organization, specifically working with human trafficking girls, um, girls that have been human trafficked or, you know, abused in any kind of sexual way, um, helping them to regain that confidence, right? And a part of regaining that confidence is, you know, looking at yourself and understanding who you are and and dealing with the traumas and, and those secret things, right? That we kind of just push under the rug. And then when life isn't going the way that, that we want it to go, we're trying to figure out why is, why is life, life in the way that it's lifing <laughs> right now. And it's because I, you know, somewhere in there, I haven't dealt with trauma. I'm having issues in my relationships. I'm having issues um, in all of these different areas of my life. And, and it comes back down to where's that trauma? There's something there that's missing. There's something that was lacking in my childhood. There's something that I encountered along the way um, that, that caused me to kind of divert that path of success and, and what it is that I was truly intended to do. And I believe that everyone, um, we are here for a reason. We're truly intended to do something great. It's just us choosing um, to do that great thing. 
can we, since you all have a uh, foundation tie that works with um, trafficking and, and human trafficking, can we talk about that for just a sec? Absolutely. Um, because I think there's a, right now, there in some areas, in some people, there's a misnomer about what, when we're talking about trafficking, what are we actually talking about? And so, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I just wanted to say, whenever we're saying that word trafficking, um, yeah, there's so many misconceptions. It is anyone that has been forced into something by by fraud, um, force, or coercion, right? You know, they were lied to to get into the situation. Um, you know, someone took their passport and said, hey, I, you know, they get here, they get to America or wherever that they get to. Um, they take their travel documents and say, hey, you've got to work here and work this off. Or I gave you money. I supplied you money for this. Now I fed you. Um, now you owe me. It's any form of force, fraud or coercion um, to get someone to do something. And so um, you can be traffic people, traffic body parts. Um, of course, we know that there's child trafficking going on. Um, we know that there's sex trafficking. Um, there's also labor trafficking. So there's all of these different areas of trafficking and each one has to be tackled differently, right? Um, even, you know, human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, a child is is dealing with it differently than an adult is going to deal with it, right? So um, it is changing this misconception that it's not just hookers on the street. It's not just, um, you know, you were just being pimped out by your boyfriend and, and or, you know, it's, it's the hood or whatever, whatever misconceptions, like you have to understand that trafficking is going on, um, right in the million dollar, uh, uh, million dollar neighborhoods, right? There's, there's mansions in Texas that are housing women, right? For, for trafficking. Um, I actually had, um, a friend of mine, speak at our um the world against trafficking art exhibition um recently her name is shamitria gonzalez and she was telling us i think you've you've heard of her i have i have uh, yeah <laughs> and she was telling us she was just telling us how you know her neighbors didn't even know that there was just you know pimping and prostitution going on um in that million dollar house there's maseratis and bentleys and all kind of stuff that's outside so right we wouldn't think that that in our mind that that's what's going on so um it is just taking the time and one saying okay um we don't understand i i as an individual, I don't really understand what human trafficking is. Let me understand what human trafficking is. And then let me figure out what part that I can play. So do I fall into the prevention piece? Am I going to um, help educate young girls on you know, how to spot predators and, and all of these different things. Um, I'm very big on the prevention piece. So this is why I love to go speak um, at, at um, centers and schools and, you know, to young people. I specifically want to speak to young people um, because I remember um, what it was like at that age when as a teenager and the things that I went through that I wish someone would have just had this conversation um, with me about what to spot and to have certain situational 
awareness and and things that you know i was raised by cops right and it's just certain things that they taught me you know when you get in the car you lock the door especially if you're out out at night and you're out going to the groceries grocery store don't go to the gas station at night don't go by yourself don't, like all of these don't leave the car running and and you know don't leave the baby in the car with the car running like there's certain things that i was taught uh because they were in law enforcement and everyone doesn't have that so i just would love to continue to educate um, and and give people the opportunity. You know, some people, they're just going to come and lend a hand. Some people can donate all of these different things. But just I encourage people to get involved and to get informed um, about human trafficking and how they can help. I've been so lucky because I get to talk to uh, people like you that can really be educational for our audience. I was talking with a gal uh, who lived, she grew up in India. And one of the things that they do in India, and it's, it is just a normal course of events, is now, first of all, they have different um, religious sects. And because of the religious sects, they are assigned a value according to society. And so what it will happen is a lower religious sect will give their daughter to a higher one to work in their house. Only they, they say that they are... Uh, um, adopting her, but what she is, she's not allowed to sit on the on the furniture. She has to sit on the floor. She does all the housekeeping, and then any pay that she gets, her father will come by on a weekly basis. He'll take that pay so he can keep his family that running and stuff. So that's that's another form of trafficking, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it's it's literally pimping. Like he, they're literally pimping. Um, you hear about this so often. Um, I hear about this. I have connections in Africa. Um, I do have a few connections in India. So this is this is so common. Um, of course, with with the practices that they're used to and selling off brides and selling off at young ages, and it's 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 taboo and people weren't talking about it. And now of course we're starting to see it. We're going, just like you said, it, you know, what was normal for their culture. And you felt like, Oh, that's a cultural thing, right? That's just cultural. That's what it is. And now we're going, no, 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 that's modern day slavery. That's modern day slavery. And especially depending on um, what is the age, right? Especially if they're under age, um, they shouldn't be working. I mean, it's it just, it's, it's insane. And so absolutely it's modern day slavery um, it is trafficking it is pimping that is literally pimping um, because that the child is not even seeing that money and then of course being treated or the the child or the the woman um is is being treated less than right you're you're not even like you said you can't even sit on the couch you can't sit on the furniture you're sitting you're sleeping on the floor you're you're sleeping in closets your um, living conditions are terrible um yeah there's just so many so many pieces and and components and it's hard to tackle everything but the first step is is recognizing just like you did um you know when someone else comes along just because you said that now when someone else sees it they're going to go oh that's not just a cultural thing because i'm sure when you said it somebody was like oh, that's cultural right like no that's modern day slavery um yep. it is what it is <laughs> you know and it's, it's you mentioned Sumitra, shamitria and um, um her story is that um she was um on her on she was homeless she was a teenager she was on her own and she didn't have enough to eat her parents had kicked her out 
and a couple of girls came and they said hey you should come live with us yeah it's not it's it's you get a meal and you can have a bed to sleep in and stuff come on over to our house and live with us it turned out to be a brothel mm-hmm. and so what happened with her was she was over time convinced that that's what just what you did that's what you did to survive was to be pimped out by these people who claimed quote unquote but they love me and even when when it was broken into and there were there were girls who didn't leave because they felt like this was the only home that they'd ever had and that that is such a when you hear stories like that that is such a sad state of affairs that we find ourselves in that we as a community should not stand for um because everybody should have the opportunity to live quote unquote the america dream right and what was interesting she was telling us um she was working a regular job um she you know to to make ends meet i believe she said she was working at like sonic when these girls walked up to her and so you think about that right kids kids nowadays you know they want money fast and quick that's what it is you want money fast and quick and so when someone comes along and they're like you can get one thousand two thousand dollars in a week like you up here how much you making at at sonic you making uh 725 an hour and and with taxes they're gonna take that out what what are you bringing home 125 dollars a week and you know for a check that's nothing that's pennies let me show you how you can get some real money and so that's that coercion piece right you know it's not fraud it's not they weren't forced to do it but it's still coercion it's especially young girls um because young girls are already impressionable um and then you know um and and for me black and brown girls um when there's not a father in the home when there's a broken home when there's all of these different they're homeless whatever there's just so many different factors that they're dealing with uh now it's like oh man I can go do something better. I can go and and I don't have to live this lifestyle. I can I can live a better lifestyle, but it's coercion. It's it's not true. Um, they're just kind of shifting them into it to make them want to stay and stay in something uh, that is clearly not healthy for them. Um, that is, you know, of course, with a brothel, you know, and, and I think it was just one of those like they they train you up into it. You know, they yep. definitely train you into it, especially with young girls. And so we just have to be mindful um, and and really just pay attention to our surroundings and what we're teaching um, our young, specifically for me, our young girls, what are we teaching them? What are the conversations that we're having? Um, I believe men have to have these kinds, just like we're having this conversation, men have to start talking about this as well and start pointing it out because I don't, you know, we're fighting this fight and it seems like we're fighting it by ourselves and we know that we're not, right? We know that we have allies, but it helps to know that there are more men who are standing up and standing in the gap for these these young girls and these women and that who don't have these father figures who who missed out on something in their life um, even if they did and they maybe they just didn't have that connection right with them um, there's just so many different things that we have to consider and it is just great that we just get to sit and talk about it and, and have the conversations um, and and attack it direct directly. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in, in, in capitalism and, and supply and demand. 
And I can tell you this. If there was no demand, there would be no prostitution. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, and that's actually so here in Atlanta, we have so many task force. That's what that's what a lot of them are focusing on. The, the, the demand of human trafficking. We are trying to end the demand because just say um, um, in a John or whatever um, is arrested. So normally when someone is arrested for um, sex trafficking or, or some form of trafficking or prostitution or a man is um, arrested for prostitution and caught, um, if it's a well-known person, if it's someone of stature, they've normally, they, they, they've seriously, they've normally never been arrested before. Um, they're, they're doctors and, and lawyers, they're this, these prestigious people in these prestigious fields and they're arresting the prostitutes and they're arresting these, you know, and, and send, and sending these other, these men on their way. And so now there are laws being put into place that's going, ah, 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 you're not going to get away with this, you know, like you used to get away with it. Like there need to be consequences. Like you said, we have to stop the supply. So the only way to stop the supply is we start sending people to prison. We start sending people to jail. People have to pay for, for what it is. Um, pay for the consequences of what it is that they are participating in. Um, and then specifically in human trafficking, um, it is being mindful of, of the demand of human trafficking, like you said, and, and educating young girls, educating children um, not to walk off with strangers, um, you know, encouraging young girls, you know, that they should, especially girls in high school, they don't need to be dating older men and a dating outside of, you know, the, that's another thing. They come in, the older boyfriends come in and, uh, or, you know, they may or may not be in high school uh, and they're convincing these young girls and, you know, I'll take you shopping. You don't have to, you know, all of these different things um, and then getting them involved as well. And so that's for me, that's where that prevention piece comes in to where if you start building up the confidence of these young girls and of these children, then it's easy for them to be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I'm if someone walks up to them at Sonic and says offering them like mm -mm, Auntie Bianca said that all all that glitter is, <laughs> is not gold and I'm not going with you. I don't care about your two thousand dollars a week. No, you're gonna have to send that. So I'm gonna have to run that 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 through. Um, and I actually have a, a younger cousin who done that. She's in modeling and she'll send me like emails and things like that because that's another way that they're trapping people. They're they'll hey you come do this photo shoot and and we will. Um, um, you know, I'll get you paid all this money, and then they're they're kidnapped, and so I'll tell him like, no, this is this is don't you dare go to this location, <laughs> like this is this is this is complete scam. No, you're not doing that. But everybody doesn't have that person, so I, I would love for our organization to be that for young girls globally. Well, congratulations, and I hope that your the organization grows and grows and grows because I, I I gotta tell you, it's it's it is. You, you know, when you take somebody who's, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, they've lived in sometimes not having enough to eat, not having great clothes to wear, and then somebody throws thousands of dollars at them. Um, it, that's hard for them to, to say no to. Um, but more importantly, we need to go after the people with those thousands of dollars that are going after the kids. Absolutely. Because that's, you know, one thing I don't hear. There was a guy, I got to tell you this quick story. There was a guy, he was in, in radio in Seattle. And he was on a, a radio station. And they did a thing 
um, a, a uh, prostitute sting thing. And uh, he was arrested. And of course, they found out who he was. He lost his job and all of that because he was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. And I think that that is, if you are going after, if you are going to after a prostitute or if you're going after somebody then you're willing to pay for sex number one there's something wrong with you and and you need to go have that looked at and have somebody talk to you about that but more importantly you stop it (laughs) just just knock it off Uh, because that's that's not the appropriate thing to be doing and if we drew if we could dry that up it's like it's like we're always going to have a drug problem in this country until we stop wanting to use drugs right and and as long as we want to use drugs there's going to be people who are going to say hey i got some here have and uh and so we've got to stop that we've also got to stop on saying no i'm not going to go it's it's some of the it, it makes my skin crawl i'm not going to go to a place where there's somebody who's my daughter's age right and i'm going to I'm going to work to have sex with them when I just, I don't understand it, but that's just me. Right. But enough of that. This is positive talk radio. <laughs> so we do. And so I bring it from the standpoint of it is so positive what you're doing and you're giving the word out about it and you're helping kids and you're helping people find out how pervasive it is. And there could be somebody down the street in a nice house that, that, is doing running a ring in your in your own neighborhood you wouldn't even know it yeah be vigilant <laughs> yes so so congratulations in doing that and you're also doing a bunch of other stuff with yourself what else are you doing oh man i do so many things um i am also of course so i'm a brand strategist we talked about that i run the nonprofit. Um, I'm wearing the Bianca Moto. So I'm a designer, so I'm wearing right now. I'm, I'm wearing Bianca Moto clothing. Um, where, where can somebody find your clothing line? Uh, BiancaMotoCollection.com. Yeah, so so, um, I do that as well. And then, of course, I sit on the board of the Atlanta Council of International Relations. Um, I am the director of membership there. I'm going on about almost two years um, with that organization where we are basically educating the world about politics. If we could just sum it up, we're educating um, our members and our audience um, about the things that are going on, um, the global issue issues that are going on around the world, um, and having this bipartisan view, having a view that we're not choosing sides, um, we're allowing people to, you know, come and who are experts at having conversations um, that really need to be had. We need to know what's going on in the world, and I think we, when you watch the news, the news is so biased, you know, depending on which channel that that you 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 pick up and you you know they're you're playing off of each other there and you kind of like man i wish i knew actually do somebody who was was in in the ukraine and who's actually studying and know what's going on and and it's just you know yeah they're doing some research but um sometimes it helps to to talk to people who've had boots on the ground um and things like that so i am a part of that organization 
um, as well. And then, of course, um, I run a mastermind group um, inside of uh, Kingdom Business Network um, under our uh, Pastor Chandler and Prophet Chanel. So um, I am the program director for the Master's Mind. So I am just um, a thrill of so many different things, so many different aspects, working with people. Um, and that's what it is. I'm passionate about working with leaders. Um, and so that's what I'm doing, whether they're young leaders, um, whether they are seasoned, whether they are business uh, entrepreneurs, influencers, thought leaders, um, you are a leader. I want to work with you. Absolutely. And by the way, we are talking with Bianca Moto and Armoto. If you want to go to our website, it's BiancaMoto.com. And you know, Bianca, how I know it's been a good show and I've enjoyed it. I know? blew right past the commercial break. I was supposed <laughs> to do a commercial break 20 minutes ago. I blew right by it. I didn't even think about it until this very moment. And so we do need to run one of them. So we're going to do run one of the breaks and Eric, you guys and get to decide which one. And um, we're talking with uh, Bianca and we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Do you need to boost your sales? Join our partnership program. Each quarter, we promote 10 partner businesses. What will you get? The company will produce one 30-second video for your business. Your website links on positivetalkradio.net and kmmedia.pro. One dedicated podcast or radio show per month. One video Instagram reel. One YouTube short. One 60-second clip for social media taken from your interview, and at least one commercial airplay per show. All podcast and video commercials are within the fabric of the show and will remain in the show forever. Visit kmmedia.pro to book a consultation today. When you want to say more than words, communicate. You can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. For being our appreciated listener, you can use promo code PTR20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. We believe in the power of telling your stories. We want to help yours be seen and heard. At the Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine, our purpose is to connect you to your community. Let's begin by celebrating the accomplishments of local artists featured in this brand new digital magazine. Here, you can learn about opportunities to creatively come together and support our local community and neighbors through the gift of art and service. If your business or organization would like to take part in this magazine, message us on Instagram at pnw.collab. You can download our free digital magazine at KM Media Pro today. Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio, everybody. We've got a great guest that have had a great discussion today. Her name is Bianca Modo, and she is, let's see, um, she was in 
college for like 100 years. She's uh, a designer of clothes. She runs a nonprofit. She does a um, um, mastermind group. Um, when do you have time to sleep, young lady? Oh, that's a great question. I sleep. <laughs> my my friends say I have a, a great nap ministry. I know when to take naps. <laughs> if they're ever looking for me and it's in the middle of something and they can't find me, they know that I'm somewhere taking a nap. So I'm... I definitely get naps in it. <laughs> you know, uh, someone like you, I don't get a chance to talk to. I, I talk to a lot of educated people, but you are very educated. You also have worked with people in all forms of life and all stations of life, if you will. I would love for you to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know um, that is close to your heart. Mm. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> um, something that's close to my heart. Anything? Um, oh man, that's. Can you narrow it? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> can I narrow it down just a little bit? Okay, your heart is in the middle of your chest, and it's no, it's yeah, something that you feel very passionate about because you're mm. you're a passionate person, and you're passionate about everything that you do. Um, something that can benefit our audience with, mm. and you can utilize your experience and your passion to help somebody that is sitting in their car. It is 445, 447 in the afternoon in Seattle, and they're sitting in traffic and they're going, oh, well, I want that to be something that is, that can help them uh, mm. live their lives a little bit better even though they're sitting in traffic and going, I don't want to be sitting in traffic. I hate this. So this is positive talk radio, right? And yes, I think we, we just, I want to, don't want to skim over the moment that right now somebody is listening to this conversation um, and they're just dreaming about something. Um, they are dreaming about there's 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 a God-given vision. There's just something that they've been given in their heart, right? And I tell people that when you run away from that thing, when you're hurting, when you're running away, because I'm I want to talk about healing and I want to talk about um getting over that trauma um of of the past and um trying to utilize that to uh, grow from right. Um, when you have these these great visions, I truly believe that there's always going to be great distractions um, that come along with great vision. And so, if you have, there's just something that you're supposed to be doing in life, and you feel like you know what, I'm not really doing that thing. I will start asking myself why. Why is it that I'm not going after something bigger? Why is it that I know that um, my heart is over here in this place, and you know I want to start this 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 nonprofit organization? That's normally what what people ask me. They're like, man. I've been, you, how'd you get this nonprofit organization started? And I'm like, look guys, it all started with the book. <laughs> like it started with a, I had to get out of my feelings um, and really deal with some trauma of my own and things that I grew up with that, like I said before in the beginning, um, that was affecting relationships. It was affecting um, not just personal relationships, but work relationships and what it is that I wanted to do. I just wasn't clear. And so I want to encourage people to really get clear 
on who it is that you want to become. Who is that person? Think about yourself, your 10-year person. Um, who is that five-year, 10-year um, that who do you want to become? What does that success look like for you, right? Where do you want to be? And then look at where you are right now. And now you can kind of measure Right. Because we never really know, you know, there's that gap, right? We're supposed to be filling the gap and measuring the gap and figuring out, okay, well, how do we get from here to here? But if we're not honest about where we are in our lives, um, what are some things that we haven't dealt with? Uh, what is the, the, what's triggering us, right? There's, you know, for me, it was like, man, I used to get triggered by so many things. And I was like, man, why am I so angry with the world? Like, I don't even understand why I'm angry. They didn't even do anything to me like that. And then I realized, oh man, I got, I got daddy issues and I have, you know, I just, it's all kind of stuff. Oh, this happened to me. And I just kind of brushed it under the rug. Um, really starting to examine ourselves and say, why am I the way that I am? Why am I running from this thing? Why do I feel like I have imposter syndrome? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough um, to do that thing that I believe that I can do that, that really, you know, that start that business. And so being honest with yourself and then taking the first step, like what is, once you've identified it, what's the first step? What, what are you going to do differently? Um, you know, we always talk about the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and thinking that we're going to get, you know, some kind of different results. And that's not how it is. So really being honest with yourself and figuring out, okay, what's my next plan? Do I need a brand strategist? Do I need a life coach? Do I need to go back to school? Do like, what is that thing that I need to do? Um, because if we don't, if we stop asking ourselves questions, I remember we were childlike when we were kids. I don't know. I have a, I have a five-year-old he's about to be six and he'll ask me whatever. He asked me a million questions. Like, I don't know how y'all are y'all's kids. Um, and I'm just like trying to explain to him the world. Like he makes me make makes things simple. <laughs> like he's like, I don't understand why. And, you know, and it's like, wow, you're so childlike. It's so innocent um, that he's not thinking anything of it. Right. Like he's just asking questions and we forget to ask ourselves these questions um, because we start just going day to day. Uh, things just kind of flow. We get up in the morning, we go to work. Um, we've been at the same job for however long, um, or we started the business, right? We did the thing that we said we were going to do, but nobody, we're not really getting our sales or we're not really seeing enough impact in what it is that we want to do. And it's like, well, what's the next step? Am I cool here? Am I just going to coast? Am I going to drift? Or do I want something bigger? Do I want to do something different? And put yourself out there. Um, you know, once you have that intention and you say, okay, I, I'm, it's positive, right? All right. Now, now what, what am I going to do? Now I have an intention. Now it's time to go out there into the world and expect it, expect the thing that you said that you want, put action behind it, go and reach out. If someone is reaching out to you, um, to have this wonderful podcast, you know, uh, conversation, then you clearly did that, that person that you guys are supposed to meet for something. I believe in divine alignment. I believe in all of these things. And I believe that, you know, sometimes opportunities will come from, 
from just the most random places, right? And we have to be open. Um, we have to keep our hearts open. That's why I'm very big on heart work and being a servant leader, because when your heart is clear, uh, you're making decisions, right? You're making decisions that that come from flow from the heart. And so your values and your morals, like you don't have to worry about values and morals. It's coming from your heart. You know that you're doing the right thing. And so just really following through with that, um, and and just being a beacon of light. I, that's that's what I would say. Boy, you said a lot in a very short <laughs> period of time. Very nice. You know, and I would like to share something with you if I can. I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh, that exactly what the way you describe it is what happened to me. In mm. 2002, I said to myself, why am I really here? What am I here to do? And mm. being a sales manager for a major company wasn't it. Uh, and I really wanted to make a difference. Hence, Positive Talk Radio was born in 2003. I could do that for a year, but then I ran out of money. Had to go back to work. Um, and then I went through what I call my bad country music song period. My dad died. My dog died. My wife left. I lost my house. I declared bankruptcy. I got sued for $50,000. I hit a tree with, or I hit a, a bridge with a, a truck. And all of the, you know, like a three-year period. Then I had to go drive a bus in Seattle for 12 years. And guess what? I'm here on the radio talking to you. Yeah. Because I would not give up my dream of impacting people in a positive way. And now I've interviewed over 2,000 people and have had, I believe, in the bottom of my heart, have had an impact on people that listen to this show. And I will continue to do that as long as I can. And what you just said is I firm, I know that to be a fact. I know that to be true. Follow your heart. Follow your passion. Live it. And is it always going to be perfect? No. But keep going. Never stop. Never quit. That's my never, Yeah, never quit. That's good. And I'm, I'm glad that you shared that. Um, I sense that that it's probably a lot of your listeners um, feel the same way. So um, absolutely, just absolutely, like you said, just follow your heart. And if you are lucky enough, you get to talk to people like you. Yeah. Uh, that, that are doing that. And I, I am so pleased that you came on the show to talk to me today. And you're going to need to come back and we need to do it again. Will you do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I will be back. And if you know anybody that wants to, you know, have somebody speak in front of their crowd, I'm, I'm available. Okay. I will tap de- now. You're definitely on my mind. And so when I put the Kevin S, the Kevin, what is the S? <laughs> Hey, when I put it there, I want you to, you got to hold on to it. Now it's going to have to start going on the business cards. You got to make it real. I'm going to know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's, you know, I, I got to tell you, and we're running out of time and we've just got a couple of seconds, but uh, you know, when, whenever you, that you feel passionate about something and then there's that little voice in your head that sometimes is a big voice that remarkably sounds like your mother who says, no, you can't do that. Who the hell do you think you are? You're just a little short, fat white guy from Seattle. You can't, you can't have an impact on anybody. You can't do any of that. I'm here to tell you that is a bald faced lie. Don't listen to it. What would you say? Don't you dare listen to him. Like I said, you follow that inner, that inner knowing and your, your heart and you, you're definitely going to go far. And I honestly believe that you can accomplish anything that you set out to do. Now, some of us are going to have to work really hard for it. I mean, think of all the things that you've done, how much schooling you've had, 
to get to where you are today, but now you are so well respected in your field and what you do, and you're working on so many different things that must make your heart warm. It does. It warms my heart. And I just, I pray that I have that impact, like I said, globally, and it just grows. I guarantee you, you keep doing what you're doing and your impact is going to be immediate. It's going to be global. And more importantly, your impact is important. Thank you. It's I, I can't, I can't tell you how important it is for you to be able to relay that to other people so that they can not follow you or not follow me, but follow themselves and yeah. leave their own place to their own great place to be. That's Absolutely. what we should be doing. Absolutely. We've got about a minute left. And so can you, can you wrap something up in less than a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to say, um, you know, if you want to reach out, um, you can find me biancamoto.com or you can find me on Instagram at I am Biancomoto. And yeah, I think that's a good wrap up. <laughs> yes. And, and um, in the, your clothing line, they can get a hold of that where? Yep. Biancomotocollection.com as well and on Instagram. Very nice. And the clothes you're wearing are beautiful. I assume your entire line is beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here. Bianca Modo, go to biancamodo.com and that's M-O-D-O.com. And um, I want to thank you for being here. I've had, I've had a heck of a good time. So have I. I can't wait to come back. Yeah, and you come back, you will. And I want to thank everybody for being here. We'll be back Friday at noon and then at three o'clock on Kixie. So hope everybody, and by the way, be kind to one another because, you know, each other's all we've got.